If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece written by Elaine Valley and published at hyperallergic.com. Thousands of protesters marched to the American Museum of Natural History, AMNH, in New York City on Saturday afternoon, November 25, as part of a massive action in support of Gaza where Israeli forces have killed more than 14,000 Palestinians over the past month and a half. After nearly seven weeks of continual bombings following Hamas's October 7 attack, Israel agreed to a humanitarian pause last week, which was extended today for two additional days. Activists gathered at 2 p.m. at Columbus Circle, some 20 blocks south of AMNH. Organizers who spoke to Hyperallergic said that by the time they reached the museum around 4.30, the institution had shut its doors ahead of its normal 5.30 p.m. closing time. Photographs show barricades blocking the protesters from the building's entrance and police standing between the metal barriers and the museum doors. However, the AMNH disputed the organizers' account, telling Hyperallergic that the museum actually stayed open later than normal until 6 p.m., due to the holiday, and that it admitted visitors until 5.15 p.m. The action organized by the advocacy groups Within Our Lifetime and Decolonize This Place, DTP, was described as an anti-colonial tour, in line with initiatives such as the Anti-Columbus Day Tour, organized in Manhattan in recent years. Activists handed out leaflets listing AMNH displays linked to colonialism, such as the Hall of African Peoples, and the native culture displays inside the Northwest Coast Hall. Quote, AMNH is a bastion of colonial history and indigenous genocide, as they hold the remains of over 12,000 people, including those of indigenous people, said Nardine Kiswani, who spoke at the action. She also called out the museum's acceptance of funds from corporate patrons linked to Zionist individuals and principals such as the Bank of New York Mellon, which facilitates a charity for the Israeli military and holds investments in Israeli defense contractor Elbit Systems. AMNH has not responded to Hyperallergic's immediate request for comment on the bank's financial sponsorship of the museum. Quote, AMNH is an important place to target for protests as we are witnessing a genocide of indigenous Palestinians take place in Gaza right now, Kiswani continued, adding that it was vital the action take place this past weekend, a day after Black Friday. Quote, the USA is celebrating an indigenous genocide disguised as Thanksgiving as it continues to fund and provide the weapons for Israel's ongoing mass execution of Palestinians right now. Next up is a piece published at artnews.com, written by Tessa Solomon. From the Whitney Museum of American Art to the American Museum of Natural History, cultural institutions across New York City were the target of pro-ceasefire rallies and protests by pro-Palestinian protesters over the holiday weekend. 
Protests and demonstrations have grown in frequency and intensity since the October 7 attack on Israel by the militant organization Hamas and subsequent military bombardment and invasion of Gaza as a political schism between artists, patrons, and museum workers has continued to widen. On Wednesday, November 22, the main entrance of the Whitney was splashed with fake blood as protesters shouted, among other slogans, Ken Griffin is a terrorist, referring to the Whitney board member and Citadel CEO, who recently condemned pro-Palestine student groups at his alma mater, Harvard University. Per Forbes, Griffin has donated $450 million to Harvard within the last decade, including $300 million gift to its Faculty of Arts and Sciences earlier this year. The demonstration at the Whitney coincided with a march for Gaza in Manhattan, during which protesters traveled along the west side of Manhattan, but were barred by police from entering the High Line, the suspended public park that passes by the museum. A video posted to social media by Within Our Lifetime, a, Palestine, a Palestinian-led community organization, shows the museum steps and revolving front door doused in red paint, according to a report in Hyperallergic last week. No arrests were made. The Whitney is no stranger to activist campaigns. In November 2018, Hyperallergic detailed links between billionaire hedge funder Warren Canders, then a Whitney board member and defense contractor, Safariland LLC. Days before the report, it was revealed that tear gas canisters bearing Safariland logos were launched at migrants attempting to cross the U.S.-Mexico border. The tear gas was also used against protesters against police violence in Baltimore, Ferguson, and elsewhere. The revelation ignited an eight-month activist campaign to remove Canders, who owned Safariland, from the Whitney board. On November 23, Thanksgiving Day for Americans, a rally that began at the New York Public Library in Manhattan, resulted in as much as $75,000 in graffiti damage to the historic structure per Gothamist. Pro-Palestine activists reportedly sprayed Free Palestine and smeared red handprints on the marble fountain and part of the facade engraved with the name of Stephen A. Schwartzman, CEO of the investment management firm Blackstone and a former Trump advisor. Schwartzman donated $100 million to the library in 2008 for renovations and pledged $7 million in aid to Israel in October. Following the protest, WOL wrote on Instagram, quote, We started at Madison Square Park and throughout the city, disrupting shopping, transportation, and ultimately the celebration and normalization of the genocide of the indigenous people of Turtle Island and the indigenous people of Palestine both carried out by settler colonies in the United States and Israel. The New York Public Library officials, for their part, said in a statement that they have not launched a fundraising campaign to pay for the graffiti cleanup. Quote, This comes at a time when the city's libraries are facing steep budget cuts that have left us unable to maintain our current levels of service, and this vandalism will be costly to repair. We do not anticipate any unplanned closures due to this and remain committed to providing the resources we know so many people rely on, the library spokesperson added. Then, on Saturday, November 25, hundreds of pro-Palestine demonstrators gathered at Columbus Circle and marched north until they reached the American Museum of Natural History. In a video posted to Instagram by WOL, protesters chanted outside the museum, Israel bombs, USA pays, how many kids did you kill today? And carried Palestinian flags and signs that read, Cease Genocide, 
and free Gaza. Protesters attempted to enter the museum but were blocked by police. The nonviolent rally took place on the second day of a pause of Israel's military campaign in Gaza to allow the release of hostages held by Hamas in exchange for Palestinians held in Israeli prisons, food and other humanitarian aid to civilians in Gaza. Since the October 7 attack on Israel that left 1,200 dead and some 240 people taken hostage into Gaza, at least 14,000 Palestinians have been killed during Israel's assault, per statistics provided by the Gaza Ministry of Health. According to the World Health Organization, women and children comprise nearly 70% of deaths in Gaza. Nardine Kiswani, a representative of WOL and an organizer of Saturday's protests, told West Side RAG, a news outlet dedicated to the neighborhood where the American Natural History Museum is located, the WOL does not consider this a legitimate humanitarian pause. Kiswani cited reports of Palestinians attempting to return to northern Gaza during the pause have been barred from entry by threat of gunfire from Israeli troops. Quote, so despite this so-called pause, our protests won't cease, she said. We will persist as we have in the past weeks. And finally, for this episode, another piece published at hyperallergic.com. This one written by Maya Pontone. A coalition of arts and cultural workers staged a sit-in at London's Tate Modern on Sunday, November 26, to call for a permanent ceasefire in Gaza. Dozens of demonstrators gathered in the museum's Turbine Hall around 3 p.m. to show their solidarity with the Palestinian community and to pressure the institution to join the BDS, Boycott Divestment Sanctions, movement. The action came during the second half of a temporary ceasefire between the Israeli military and Hamas fighters that allowed for several exchanges of Israeli hostages and Palestinians held in Israeli prisons over the weekend. Featuring poetry readings, statements, collective chants, and musical performances, the demonstration was both a protest of Israel's occupation of Palestine and a vigil for the estimated 14,800 Palestinians who have been killed in the Gaza Strip by Israel's bombardment since Hamas killed around 1,200 Israelis on October 7. The demonstrators displayed Palestinian flags and banners from the museum's second level to draw attention to the ongoing destruction of Palestinian cultural organizations in Gaza and the West Bank, which organizers refer to as a means of control, a means of depriving people of self-knowledge, identity, and history. The organizers further called out the silencing of cultural workers who have vocalized pro-Palestinian views. Quote, Public spaces should be free of intimidation, harassment, and professional persecution for political views in support of Palestinian life and liberation, the organizer said in a statement, adding that artists and arts workers do not exist in a void and refuse to be complicit in the position of the UK government. Israel's attacks on Palestine have internally displaced more than one million people, including artists Meisara Baroud, Sohail Salem, and Basil El Makwosui, whom organizers said were all forced to evacuate their homes alongside their families in search of refuge. We assembled to mourn the lost lives of Palestinian artists, the destruction of cultural organizations in Gaza, the bombing of schools and places of education, the organizers said in a statement. We assemble in vigil to assert that cultural destruction and silencing are tools of genocide. 
Participants in the action called on Tate Modern and other organizations to join the Palestinian campaign for the academic and cultural boycott of Israel. PACB, a movement that advocates for a boycott of Israeli academic and cultural institutions. They also called out the museum's ties to Ukrainian-born British-American billionaire Len Blavatnik, who pledged at least £50 million to the museum in 2011, the institution's largest donation in history, to fund a major extension. While the businessman has previously faced scrutiny for his connections to the Kremlin, activists are now decrying his financial support of the Israeli military. Friends of Israel Defense Forces is currently listed as one of the charities that have received support from the Blavatnik Family Foundation, alongside other Israeli groups, including the Birthright Israel Foundation, which has been criticized in recent years by Jewish activists for the program's erasure of Israeli Arabs and Palestinians living under occupation. That they attended the peaceful sit-in with their Jewish friends and colleagues to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian community and to recognize artist Mohammed Sami Karika, Halima al-Kalut, and Hiba Zagut, who were killed by Israeli shelling and airstrikes in October. While no arrests were reported by the organizers, Faramawi did say that he saw several demonstrators being escorted by police officers in yellow vests upon exiting the museum after the demonstration. Quote, I joined this action as a cultural worker to state my solidarity but I would like art institutions in the United Kingdom to be more vocal in support of human rights and in calling for a ceasefire. It's the bare minimum we can do, Faramawi said. If you want to follow People Are Revolting on social media, you'll find us in the Fediverse at movingtrainmedia at collectiva.social. If you want to listen to back episodes, head over to peoplearerevolting.com. Keep revolting. And thanks for listening. If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on, the people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.